This episode is brought to you in part by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like The Guest List by Lucy Foley. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Tonight, with Thanksgiving just three days away, millions of you are hitting the road as a storm is also making its way across the country, setting up a possible travel headache. Here are tonight's headlines. Could heavy rain, strong winds, and even snow affect your Thanksgiving travel? Did you take them out of school I early to beat the rush? Early, yes. Premature babies evacuated from Gaza's largest hospital, where the Israeli army claims Hamas militants hit a command center. Tributes pour in today for former First Lady Rosalind Carter, who died at the age of 96, how she transformed the role of First Lady. I look forward to consulting closely with him on a regular basis. <laughs> Chaos in the tech world as Elon Musk faces continued backlash over an anti-Semitic post, plus the major shakeup at the company behind ChatGPT. What you need to know as you prepare for your Thanksgiving feast. Is this lettuce safer than this? The experts say yes. We'll tell you why and share other ways you can ensure the safety of your food. And President Biden pardons turkeys in an annual White House tradition. I hereby pardon Liberty Ann Bell. and thank you for joining us on this very busy Monday night. I'm Jerika Duncan in for Nora. We begin with the holiday travel rush kicking into high gear, but severe weather could cause chaos at airports and on the roads. AAA estimates a near record of 55 million Americans will travel more than 50 miles from their home this year, with a majority of them driving to their Thanksgiving Day destinations. A major storm system, however, moving across the country could bring travel disruptions from the southern plains to the northeast. CBS's Chris Van Cleve is at Newark Liberty International Airport with more. I see some planes getting ready to take off behind you, Chris. Good evening. 
Jerika, millions of Americans are already on the move for Thanksgiving, trying to beat the rush they're caught up in the middle of. Now, so far, it's moved pretty well. Only about 60 flight cancellations today, for example. But the weather becomes a big question mark starting tomorrow. The holiday travel time is now. Julio Gonzalez and Jackie Rosena's family left Miami early to beat the Thanksgiving travel rush heading for Paris. We wanted to go somewhere big, international, and it's our first time in Europe. Airlines expect their busiest Thanksgiving ever. Since Thursday, more than 10 million have already passed through TSA checkpoints well ahead of 2019's pre-pandemic numbers. With nearly 50,000 scheduled flights expected Wednesday alone, the FAA is opening up extra airspace along the East Coast, usually reserved for the military. While we can't control the weather, we will also be using every tool at our disposal to keep cancellations and delays as low as possible. AAA expects most Americans to take their turkey trip on the road, fueled by gas prices 37 cents cheaper than last year. Looking to beat the traffic, Kylie Canner drove 11 hours from Santa Cruz, California to Portland, Oregon on Sunday. Because I've done this drive a few times, um, weekends are so much better than weekdays. Drivers in Los Angeles have something to be especially thankful for. The section of Interstate 10 damaged by arson reopened in time for the morning commute, weeks ahead of schedule. And on the rails, Amtrak's high-speed Acela service between Boston, New York, and Washington expects about a 25% jump in riders. It'll be our biggest week of the year, probably about 125,000 customers a day, something like that. Thanksgiving is a holiday people get on the train. Yeah, it's more concentrated than at Christmas. Some potential travel turbulence ahead. American Airlines flight attendants took another step towards a potential strike in as little as 30 days. Now, the airline says contract negotiations continue and insists there will not be a strike during the holidays. But it is something we're going to continue watching right along with that forecast, Jerika. Absolutely. Chris Van Cleve, thank you. For more on those storms that could impact your holiday travel, including a severe threat of tornadoes across the south, let's bring in Chris Warren from our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Chris. Good evening, Jerika. Tracking a dangerous storm threat tonight and into tomorrow. Here's tonight in red and then tomorrow. The threat does include some strong damaging tornadoes. Also, even during the overnight hours, it's possible there could be some large hail, possibly golf ball size hail. And then that whole system to the north moves through the northeast for the pre-Thanksgiving holiday travel period. It is going to be messy, gusty winds, also some heavy rain. Most of the worst of the weather happening late Tuesday into early Wednesday morning. By midday Wednesday, things will be improving dramatically. Jerika, any snow expected to be in the highest of elevations. Chris Warren, thank you. Well, heading overseas now to the war in Gaza, where another hospital came under fire today amid intense fighting between Israeli forces and Hamas militants. CBS's MTS Taya reports there's growing optimism tonight about a potential deal to free some of the hostages being held in Gaza mostly women and children. In their short, fragile lives, these desperately ill premature babies have become a symbol of surviving the odds. After being evacuated from northern Gaza City's devastated Al-Shifa hospital over the weekend, 28 of the tiny infants have now crossed into Egypt for badly needed treatment. A team from the World Health Organization visited Al-Shifa and described the hospital, now under Israeli control, as a death zone. 
This video released by Israel claims to show a Hamas tunnel that runs below the sprawling complex, complete with blast doors and a firing hole. We were shown the tunnel opening during a late night visit there with Israeli commandos just days ago. A military spokesman also claims this footage shows Hamas fighters bringing hostages into al-Shifa on October 7th. Hamas and medical staff deny the claims and CBS News cannot independently verify the video. But Gaza's hospitals continue to be in Israel's crosshairs. Israeli tanks have now reportedly surrounded northern Gaza's Indonesian hospital, where nearly 3,000 Palestinians are sheltering and where at least 12 were killed today in artillery fire, according to the Hamas-run Ministry of Health. Hamas has been negotiating with Israel through Qatari mediators over a deal which could see the release of some hostages taken captive on October 7th. CBS News has been told there are only, quote, minor obstacles to an agreement. Musa Abu Marzouk is a senior Hamas leader, designated a terrorist by the U.S. government. He told CBS's Holly Williams Hamas and Israel are close to a deal. The deal you're negotiating with Israel is to swap 50 civilian hostages for 100 Palestinian prisoners and a five-day ceasefire. Yes. What does Hamas want? We want to be free like the others. And in what Israel is calling an act of Iranian terrorism, heavily armed Houthi rebels from Yemen filmed themselves storming what they called an Israeli cargo ship in the Red Sea. The Iran-backed fighters took staff hostage and raised the Yemeni and Palestinian flags, saying any vessels linked to Israel are, quote, legitimate targets. And President Biden has said he, too, believes the hostage release deal is close. And tonight, the International Committee of the Red Cross has raised further hopes there could be an agreement after its head met with Hamas. The ICRC has helped facilitate such deals in the past. Jerika. MTS tie-up for us tonight. Thank you. Well, people are remembering former First Lady Rosalind Carter. She died Sunday at the age of 96, surrounded by her family, including former President Jimmy Carter, her husband of more than 77 years. CBS's Manuel Bajorquez reports tonight from the Carter's hometown of Plains, Georgia. Theirs was a love story that would propel Jimmy Carter to the White House and make a humble woman from Plains, Georgia, one of the most consequential first ladies in U.S. history. Could Jimmy Carter have been elected president without Rosalind Carter? Well, I don't like to think he could. <laughs> On Sunday, former President Carter said, Rosalind was my equal partner in everything I ever accomplished. She sat in on cabinet meetings, a first, and became only the second first lady in history to go before Congress as she pushed to improve mental health treatment, one of her most important causes. She spoke her mind, and President Carter listened. I look forward to consulting closely with him on a regular basis. <laughs> After leaving the White House in 1981, their work continued, creating the Carter Center in Atlanta, where they promoted peace. She carried on her work as an advocate for caregivers and joined her husband building homes for Habitat for Humanity. President Biden and First Lady Jill Biden said she did so much to address many of society's greatest needs, and we always felt the hope, warmth, and optimism of Rosalind Carter. Perhaps nowhere is that felt more than in her hometown of Plains, where the Carters were last publicly seen together just eight weeks ago at the town's annual peanut festival. Philip Curland, who owns the Plains Trading Post, recalled her kindness today. If we want 
good to come out of this, we should all step it up a bit, be kind, do a good deed, and take the torch, because she's literally passing the torch. Former President Carter is 99 years old and in hospice care at his home here in Plains. His niece told me today he is aware of his wife's death and deeply saddened by it. Rosalind Carter will be laid to rest here in Plains next week. Jerika. Manuel Bajorquez, thank you. Tonight, turmoil in the tech world. There's an all-out revolt within the offices of OpenAI three days after the firing of its CEO. And billionaire Elon Musk is facing backlash tonight over an anti-Semitic social media post. CBS's Jolene Kent is following the fallout. Nearly every employee of OpenAI, the maker of ChatGPT, has threatened to resign over the firing of CEO Sam Altman, who was ousted by the board last Friday and quickly hired by Microsoft. Now, more than 700 employees say they're ready to follow him there, signing this letter, which states, we are unable to work for or with people that lack competence, judgment, and care for our mission and employees. The board of directors said Altman was not consistently candid in his communications. If you are interested in the United States continuing to be a, a leader in this technology, in artificial intelligence, you might be a little troubled by this kind of chaos. This is another tech titan is facing growing blowback. Elon Musk continues to defend himself after agreeing with an anti-Semitic post claiming Jewish communities are spreading hatred against whites. Musk denies he is anti-Semitic, saying nothing could be further from the truth. Major companies are pulling advertising from his social platform X, and furious lawmakers are leveling a new threat. We'll be taking action with colleagues to ask him to uh, renounce those comments and to clean up his act. Still, the U.S. government remains inextricably tied to the billionaire's other company, SpaceX, with $1.2 billion of federal funding dedicated to 10 SpaceX missions next year. National Security Council spokesperson John Kirby was pressed today by CBS News. We rely on a lot of the private sector to help us with our innovation, uh, but that doesn't mean that we accept uh, or, or, uh, or agree with or condone in any way, that anti-Semitic rhetoric that he pushed. NSC spokesperson Kirby also added there is a real benefit to private-public partnership, and it would be, quote, foolish to walk away from it. Meantime, in reaction to OpenAI, Microsoft stock hit a record high today. Investors are pleased that CEO Satya Nadella has hired Sam Altman. Jerika. All right, Jolene Kent, thank you. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is warning about a listeria outbreak. It's linked to peaches, plums, and nectarines nationwide. So far, 11 people in seven states have been infected, and one person has died. The CDC estimates there are 48 million cases of foodborne illnesses every year. That's one in every six Americans getting sick. In our series, Living Well, CBS's Janet Shamlian shows us some steps you can take to stay healthy. I don't want to get sick. A case of food poisoning turned Megan Alardi into a cautious shopper. I got so violently ill, it was frightening. Like, Is that when you became yes. more concerned about your food? Way more, way more concerned. Now Alardi buys hydroponic lettuce from Tom's Market in Warrenville, Illinois. Greens grown in water instead of soil. Why do you buy hydroponic lettuce? I buy it because it is grown in a controlled environment. 
I like it. There's no pesticides added. There's not a million people touching it and messing with it. Ilardi used to buy leafy greens and bagged lettuce. Number one on Consumer Reports 10 Risky Recalled Foods list. Linked to illness, outbreaks, and recalls. All of these foods can be contaminated with dangerous bacteria like Listeria, E. coli, and Salmonella. Food microbiologist Sana Mujahid took us behind the scenes at Consumer Reports. So bag lettuce has been through a lot of steps uh, before it gets to you. It's grown on the field, it's taken to a processing plant, it's cut up, it's bagged. So there are a lot of chances for contamination. The same applies to pre-cut fruit. You should buy it and then cut it yourself. Also on the list, cheese and deli meat, ground beef, onions, turkey and chicken, papaya, peaches, melon, and flour. If a melon's rind is in contact with contaminated irrigation water, when cut, it can transfer to the fruit. Experts say to avoid bruised onions and produce because bacteria can enter and cause gastrointestinal issues. For the immunocompromised, the consequences can be serious. More than 3,000 die from foodborne illness every year. It's important to follow good food safety practices. Hello. To reduce risk, you don't have to give up these foods. Experts say just be aware of recalls and prepare with care. Have a good day. You too. Janet Shamley and CBS News, Warrenville, Illinois. And make sure you clean that turkey. Well, powerful winds cause injuries and other problems across Southern California. We'll have the details up next. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. When you choose Organic Valley, not only will you be enjoying great-tasting dairy, you'll help to save over 1,600 small organic family farms who are protecting over 400,000 acres of organic farmland and all the plants and animals that call it home. This is dairy you can feel good about. It's great-tasting, high-quality organic dairy ethically sourced from small organic family farms. To find Organic Valley Dairy near you, visit ov.coop. That's ov.coop. Today, the Santa Ana winds with gusts topping 50 miles per hour knocked over a lamppost on Main Street, USA in Southern California's Disneyland. Three people suffered injuries. One person had to be taken to the hospital. A powerful gust flipped over a small plane at John Wayne Airport in Orange County. No injuries there were reported. But elsewhere in the region, big rigs were overturned and power lines knocked down. Taylor Swift returned to the concert stage in Brazil Sunday night, capping off an emotional weekend. A 23-year-old fan died of cardiac arrest before Swift's concert on Friday night, following a day spent in the sweltering heat. A Brazilian newspaper reported the temperature in the arena felt like 140 degrees. Swift even paused the show to make sure fans could get water, and at one point she appeared to be gasping for air. The extreme heat forced Swift to postpone Saturday's performance. Well, it was a day of celebrations and enduring traditions at the White House. That's straight ahead. 
The unofficial start of the holiday season kicked off at the White House today. President Biden took part in a pre-Thanksgiving tradition, pardoning two turkeys named Liberty and Belle and sparing them from ending up on anyone's dinner table. Today is also the president's 81st birthday, if you hadn't heard already, the oldest president in the United States. History cracked a joke about the difficulty of, quote, turning 60. Meanwhile, First Lady Jill Biden welcomed the delivery of the official White House Christmas tree. It's an 18 and a half foot Fraser fir from North Carolina. Two religious leaders offer hope in the fight against hate. That's next. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Finally tonight, the war between Israel and Hamas has led to an unprecedented rise in anti-Semitic and Islamophobic attacks across this country. A rabbi and an imam tell us how they find light, even in the darkest of times. My name is Rabbi Ken Chasen. My name is Imam Taha Hassan. I've been here for the last 19 years. I've been leading this community now. I'm in my 21st year. I've seen things this time that I've never seen before happening to my community members. Allahu Akbar. Even after 9-11. I have not in my life experienced anything quite like this. An older member of our congregation said that she was nervous about trick-or-treaters coming to her to home because who's coming to my door? We receive daily reports from community members being assaulted, intimidated. If any part of this body gets hurt, then the entire body should act to bring about healing and relief. One of the things that I think is a source of darkness for Jewish clergy right now is because our jobs are to take care of other people. There's not really a lot left for us. At times like this, I see the pain in the faces of my community members. I feel that pain as well. Be strong, and we have your back. The hope comes from actually seeing the synagogue full. It's because you showed up and everybody else got to experience you. Come on in, live your Jewish life here. Don't be afraid, be proud. I belong to a strong community, resilient community. This gives me a lot of hope that the struggle that we are going through at this moment will be something that will shape and strengthen this community for whatever comes in the future. And that is tonight's CBS Evening News. For Nora O'Donnell, I'm Jerika Duncan. Have a good night. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today, or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. 
before you go tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Get one of the most successful broadcasts in television history on your schedule with the 60 Minutes podcast. Hard-hitting investigative reports, news and culture maker interviews and in-depth profiles are waiting for you in every episode. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.